Hello everyone, welcome to our show today called NG Ingwen. My name is John Drummond or Yang Haolin. Hello, 大家好，欢迎回到我们西平方的节目 NG Ingwen。我是 Angela。We have a special episode today with our good friend Dr. Howard Zhao, who has joined us to come share about what it is like to be on the front lines of the healthcare system here in Taiwan, and to discuss a little bit about the COVID-19 pandemic. 是的，今天我们针对 COVID-19 新冠肺炎，特别邀请到了一位 neurologist 神经内科医师 Howard Zhao 赵子豪赵医师来到 NG 英文跟各位做分享哦。那除此之外呢，他也会宣导中风的相关重要资讯，以及他在加拿大学英文又学法文的经验。But before we get to the interview with Dr. Howard and I. Angela is going to help us break down some of the differences between some medical terminology that has been used around the world right now, particularly about the differences between outbreak, pandemic, and epidemic. Alrighty, so take it away, Angela. Here on NG English. 好的，没问题，张啊，谢谢你的介绍。那没有错，今天我们要来跟各位谈谈最近因为新冠肺炎，不少新闻英文都会出现的这三个字 ：outbreak, epidemic. 还有 pandemic 到底有什么不一样？那现在就请大家赶快把 NG cheat sheet 这个 NG 英文专属的笔记小抄准备好，我们要开始喽。那首先呢 ，outbreak 它一般指的是某个疾病或危险的事情突然发生、突然爆发，像是前几个月这个新冠肺炎的爆发，就可以说 the outbreak of coronavirus， 或是冬天流感爆发，也可以说 the outbreak of Flu, 甚至呢，战争的爆发也可以用这个字哦。The outbreak of war. 好，那 epidemic 跟 pandemic 这两个字呢，它虽然都可以用来指某种疾病的传染蔓延，但是它们有传染程度上的不同哦。怎么分呢？我们先看程度相对小的 epidemic 这个字，它是由 epic 跟 demic 组成。Epi 它有在什么什么之上或是周围的意思，像是 on 或是 near 等等。那 demic 这个字根呢，它代表的是一个区域的人口，所以把这两个字组合起来 ，epidemic 我们可以把它想成是这个疾病在某个区域的人们之间传染蔓延开哈。那当 epidemic 这个疫情没有控制住呢，规模逐渐扩大。开始蔓延到其他国家，甚至各大洲，像这次这个新冠肺炎一样，全球都出现变异的时候，就变成 pandemic。而这个 pandemic 它一样可以拆成 pan 跟 demic 来看哦。这个 pan 它有全部的意思，那 demic 跟刚才在前面提到的一样，是一个区域里面的人口，所以两个放在一起 pandemic。我们可以想成是这个疾病在全部所有区域的人之间传染蔓延开来。讲到这边，大家都还可以吗？我们来稍微复习一下好了。Outbreak 它指的是某件事情或某种疾病突然爆发、突然发生。好像新冠肺炎的爆发就可以说 the outbreak of coronavirus， 或是战争的爆发也可以用这个字 the outbreak of war。那 epidemic 跟 pandemic 比的话呢，两个都有某种疾病的传染蔓延，但是记得哦，它们有程度上的不同。epidemic 它的规模比较小 ，pandemic 是大规模的传染哦，这部分大家要比较小心一点
。好啦，那感谢大家在这个肺炎非常时期还这么认真的听我们节目、哦。那希望刚才讲的这些对你的英文学习之路有所帮助。如果有漏掉没有听到或是写下来的也不用担心，可以上我们的 YouTube 频道，随时你想要听几次就给他听几次。那如果大家都已经准备好了的话，我们现在就赶快进入今天的访谈内容，听听 Howard 赵医生的分享吧。As always, thank you, Miss Angela Ma, for that wonderful NGing Wen breakdown. Today, my guest on the show is a neurologist, which is a doctor that specializes and treats disorders found in the brain, spinal cord, and all around the nervous system of the body. He is also a GMBA recipient, a lover of sports and athletics, and so much more. So, everyone, please welcome my good friend, Doctor Howard Zhao. Hello, everyone. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I know we are practicing social distancing, but I still high five on this show. I also want to apologize because the sound quality might not be as good as we are both wearing masks right now. So forgive the sound quality, my friend Howard. How are you? Thank you so much for joining us today on NG England. Can you share a little bit about your background? So for everyone listening, Dr. Howard Zhao is a neurologist, and he has been studying medicine for many, many years. And he's going to share a little bit about a unique situation around the world that we all know and are dealing with as the COVID nineteen pandemic. So before we get into discussing about the pandemic, can you share a little bit about yourself, Howard? 访谈开始，我们特别来宾 neurologist 神经内科医师 Howard 说他在十二岁的时候呢，全全家移民到加拿大，那后来大学毕业后呢，就从 Montreal 从蒙特罗搬回来台湾执业 ，practice medicine。那现在呢，主要是治疗脑部问题的神经内科医生。他会说啊，等一下他可能还会跟各位分享之前在蒙特罗学法文的经验哦，大家可要专心听。那这边先跟各位说声抱歉哦，因为他们在访谈过程是全程戴口罩进行，所以声音呢可能会有一点点不那么清楚。Okay, thank you, John. Thanks for the、uh, wonderful introduction. Well, I was born in Taiwan, and、uh, my family immigrated to Canada when I was twelve, and that's where I did most of my education and、uh, lived most of my life. And、um, after I graduated、uh, from college、uh, in Montreal, that's where I tried to pick up my second language, which I might share with you guys later.、Uh, I decided to、uh, come back to Taiwan and to practice medicine. And、um, I did that for a few more years, and right now I'm practicing as a neurologist.、Uh, that's、uh, that's a specialty that deals with the brain. But anyways,、uh, so that's where I am now. I am so fascinated with neurology and neuroscience altogether. So it's a great honor to have you here. And while I know infectious disease isn't necessarily your your topic of study,、mm-hmm. you are on the front line of medicine, and so. Can you share a little bit about what is happening right now in the Taiwanese healthcare system with COVID-19? 相信各位听众朋友可能都觉得有点奇怪，想说主要治疗脑部的神经内科医生跟眼前这个肺炎好像没有什么太大的关系耶，是没错啦。但就像这样讲的 ，Howard 不管怎么样也是站在 front line， 站在第一阵线奋斗的医生。那对于我们台湾的健保体系和新冠肺炎，他有什么看法嘞？他说啊，我们政府的防疫工作真的做得很棒哦，让全民都知道目前疫情的最新情况。他说这部分呢相当重要，因为如果疫情状况呢没有 transparency 不诚实不公开的话，那大家可能都会开始 panic， 开始恐慌起来。那他也提到说，哎，我们政府这一次可以这么的有效控管疫情，可能是因为之前 SARS 有学到经验哦，像现在确诊的病例数就说明了一切。三百多名确诊跟五位死亡病例
，而且啊，教育大众真的是关键哦，让大家都真的明白个人卫生、personal hygiene 跟社交距离 （social distancing） 的重要性。但是医生说呢，现在台湾的状况虽然跟其他国家比起来算是很 OK， 是在一个 in a pretty good shape。他呼吁大家还是务必要很注意，不可以掉以轻心。Um, so I guess everybody can see what's happening right now because、uh, I think our government is doing a great job by、uh, keeping all the、uh, citizens updated. So every day we got the、uh, Minister of、uh, Health to you know give us all the update,、uh, updated、uh, information, and I think that's very important. We gotta keep the information transparent so people don't become panic. And、um, our, I guess our government is doing a pretty good job, and、uh, that's probably based as a result of、uh, our experience in the past from、uh, SARS. So right now, I guess the number speaks for itself.、Uh, I think we have like three hundred cases and、uh, five five mortalities, and、um, so educating the public is, is very important. But more more importantly, it's、uh, people will have to understand the. Importance of practicing personal hygiene and social distancing, and as a, I guess most people are very compliant. Since you know, when you walk on the street, people are putting their mask on and stuff. So、um, I think we are a pretty good shape right now compared to everywhere else in the world. But I guess the important thing is that people should still be vigilant about the possibility there might be an outbreak and not not to take this too lightly. Especially during the long break, long、uh, yeah. long vacations, you know, you might feel like you know everything's alright and start going out partying, and that's where the problem comes. Yeah,、uh, I, absolutely. I I love how you just said that,、um, and I think it's kind of the the key word right now for everyone to remember, and that's transparency. And as a foreigner here in Taiwan, and looking back at my home country of the United States, I feel Taiwan has been so transparent and honest with what's going on. In the the country and what's going on around the world, and so thank you, Howard, for really you know being on the front lines, and and from all of us here, we appreciate you. My pleasure.、Yeah. So thinking a little bit more,、um, as you are on the front lines and working in the hospital every day, are you noticing anything different? Maybe more patients coming in or less patients coming in? What do you think about that? 接着呢，我们要来问问医生，他每天都在医院呐、啊，那有没有注意到什么跟以前不一样的地方呢？像是有没有越来越多人来医院做检查，还是说其实越来越少人想要来医院？他说现在医院的人不增反减，大概都是想要避免来医院增加感染风险。像之前有的病患常常都会来医院跟你聊啊，想要更了解一些资讯，确认自己的身体状况没问题什么的。但现在他们都只站在门口跟你打招呼就离开了。Definitely, it's very obvious that I guess people were expecting that there will be more people coming in, but the fact is the opposite. People are more afraid of coming in because they are afraid of catching disease, <laughs> of catching the illness, and、uh, there are the time like there are patients usually comes in to chat. Like old patients comes in, they like to chat, you know, talk to you more about things. But right now they will just stay stay at the doorway and say hi to you, and then they they, they run. <laughs> so.、Um, Yeah, that's one thing we have observed. Yeah, I I think that's you know so funny, like you said, because I do know so many of my Taiwanese friends, and especially their their parents and grandparents, who just go in and chat with their doctors, and they want, like you said, a little reassurance、mm-hmm. that they're healthy and they're doing good. But right now, it's a whole actual opposite of that, and people、mm-hmm. are staying home, and and I think that's beautiful actually, because more resources now can be allocated. 
to where they really need it during this pandemic. So fascinating insight. Thank you for sharing. So thinking a little bit more about your field of medicine in neurology, is there anything really that you've noticed now over the years and things people should be aware of here in Taiwan? The most debilitating, 最使人体衰弱的呢, 所以他想要借由今天这个机会向各位宣导，如果你的家人朋友出现了任何中风的症状，像是limb weakness，四肢无力，或是slurred speech，这个说话不清楚的话，要赶快在第一时间带他们到医院就诊，因为呢，如果早期发现，早期诊断出来的话，是可以有效治疗的。但如果错过了这抢救的黄金时间呐，那医生能做的呢，就很有限了。所以Howard希望大家千万不要想说先睡个觉,明天再看看,因为这样子很有可能就会错过了关键的送医时间。Oh yeah, definitely, John. Um, neurology will deal with many neurological-related disease. And one of the most debilitating illness is stroke. It's probably like, stroke is probably ranked as one of the top cause of mortality here in Taiwan. Often it leads to, um, it's very debilitating, people resulting in uh, weakness of one, one side and then they might be bedridden. And I just want to take use this, uh, take, take this opportunity to make people to aware of the fact that there are treatment for stroke uh, when they are being diagnosed early. If you or anybody around you happens to have symptoms such as uh, limb weakness or uh, slurry speech, if they have symptoms of stroke, bring them to hospital immediately because uh, there, are very, there are some treatment that we can give patients within this golden period of time. Once you pass that golden period of time, there's a limited amount of things that we can do. So uh, when, whenever this happens, um, don't bring them to anywhere or, or maybe wait and see until tomorrow because that could be a bit too late. So bring them to hospital immediately and let, let doctors do their job. Yeah, wonderful. So to sum that up, you're you're talking about that we're looking for our slurred speech, maybe some weakness, weakness of, of one side, of one of your side. limbs, okay. arm or leg. Yeah. Okay, and that is uh, the golden period where we, a lot of things can be helped during that time. Is that correct? Exactly. Exactly. Okay, and if you can give your professional opinion, how much time is this golden period of time? Would you say? 那前面医生有提到说中风的黄金抢救时间哦，那这是多久呢？我们手上到底有多少时间可以把病患带到医院？How much time is this golden period of time? 医生说他们目前有two types of treatments，有两种治疗方式，一种呢是药物治疗，黄金时间可以是三到四个半小时，但是以防万一还是建议三小时之内尽快带到医院比较好。另外一种治疗呢，它给病患的就医时间稍微长一点，但是医生说也是一样，一有症状就尽快带到医院，as early as possible. Okay, so right now we have like two type of treatment. One is just the administration of uh, medication, and that uh, like the time was uh, like could be three to four point five hours. Okay. But from a patient's perspective, just bring them to the hospital as early as possible. Okay. And um, the other type of treatment is a bit longer, but 
the key word is us as the as possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wonderful, Howard. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing all of this this medical information with us. It's been really wonderful to uh, to have you here to share this. Thinking more about your life, Howard, mm. you are a man of many talents. And <laughs> what's been great is our CEO here at Xi Pingfang, Charlie, and you, you shared a GMBA, which is a, a global master's in business administration right. program. So being in medicine and also now having your GMBA, are you thinking about maybe potentially opening up your own clinic or what is the thought process with that? 接下来就要会提到说，其实我们西平方创办人Charlie跟Howard医生是一起念GMBA的伙伴哦。那现在有医学背景和经营管理背景的Howard，他未来打算要开一间自己的诊所吗？还是有其他计划？What is the thought process with that? 他说开诊所后，可能之后再看看啦，主要是想要让自己可以有其他选择。像他念这个GMBA啊，就帮助自己跳脱了框架思考。Think outside the box. 了解到在医疗界之外发生的事情，他说因为其实通常医生呢都不太有机会接触到他们领域外的世界。那这个GMBA除了让他可以接触到更多资讯以外，也丰富了他的生活。Probably not open up. Well, I mean, I want to keep my options open. That's one thing. But uh, going to GMBA just helps me to think outside the box to see what's happening outside of the medical field because, like. We don't get exposure to outside life a lot. So um, by going to the program helps me to see uh, what's happening in the world outside of medicine. Yeah, and it enriches my life. So that's why I decided to do it. (laughs) Such an interesting man you are. I love that. The kind of purpose of this show on NG England is to share more about your life. So if you don't mind us kind of talking about you and your language journey now over the years, that would be also very wonderful because you are so successful in your life, so we can inspire maybe different <laughs> lives here. <laughs> so your time in Canada, you said, mm. started when you were around 12. Right. And, yeah, you were saying you're living in Montreal. And for those who don't know, that is a primarily French-speaking part of Canada. Exactly, is that right? Exactly. So were you feeling pressure to uh-huh. speak more English at that time or more French? 不知道大家还记不记得在访谈一开始的时候，我们有提到Howard在十二岁那一年跟着家人移民到了加拿大。那加拿大的蒙特罗Montreal主要是说法文嘛，所以Howard之前住在蒙特罗的时候是比较常说
。他说那时候其实是蛮失败的，不像一开始学英文的时候那么顺利，因为当时有说英文的环境，而且为了要生存 ，in order to survive， 怎么样都要把英文学起来。后来他会想说，哎，英文学的还蛮不错的，可以去蒙特楼学加拿大的第二官方语言法文。结果殊不知那边大部分的人也都说英文，完全没有那个法文环境。他说每次想要练习讲法文的时候，人家最后都用英文来回答。那我们现在就赶快来一起听听这段有趣的回忆分享吧。Uh, actually, it was a failure for me. I mean,、oh, interesting. I'm not afraid of admitting my failure, but an honest guy. I love this honesty. Yeah. Well, I picked up English. Quite well because I was living in a in a environment. So eventually you will get there. And in order to survive, you have to learn a language.、Um, if you're more of an outgoing person, it's easier for you to pick up. If you're shy, maybe it's slower. But eventually you will get there. So at the time I was pretty fluent with、uh, English. So I decided to pick up another language,、uh, which is French, another official language、uh, in Canada. But、uh, I was not exposed to the environment. Uh, it's really hard to learn a language when you're not in the environment. So, I actually decided to、uh, do my、uh, college in Montreal, which is,、uh, which I believe used to believe that it's a French-speaking city as what most people would would think. But、uh, little did I know when I get there, people actually all speak English. And、um, I did try hard to learn French, you know, by putting myself in the、uh, environment. But、uh, I guess people end up speaking English to me, <laughs> and it was hard. But but actually, I improved. I did not learn it as well as I would like to. But、um, by putting yourself in the environment, it definitely helps. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, I believe you are such a humble guy. So <laughs> I'm sure you are better than you think in <laughs> French, or or better than you are admitting here. <laughs> but、um, you said some really interesting points, which which is leading me to a question I love to ask on this show here、mm. about、um, language advice. But Real quick before we get to that, you were talking about environment so wonderfully,、mm. and but you were also saying how French maybe at the time you you didn't really have a further purpose for French as a instead of just a hobby and a pleasure to learn it. Do you feel this can be kind of our tips question? Do you feel that because English was a necessity for you that you learned it better and French was a pleasure, so you didn't learn it as well? What do you think? 刚才上段访谈中，哈维讲到说啊，为了要生存。In order to survive, 怎么样都要把英文学好。但学法文是出自于他本身的兴趣，所以这会不会是他法文没有像英文学那么好的原因嘞？待会各位会听到 Howard 说啊 ，Yeah, most definitely. 没错，这是肯定的。如果你一定要会某种语言才能生存下来的话，那不管怎么样，你都会想办法去把那个语言学起来。如果只是 for pleasure， 只是自己喜欢、有兴趣去学的话。那可能那个动力就没有生存来的强烈，你可能就只是去上上课，没有另外的练习环境来增加流利度，让自己更熟悉那个外语。Yeah, most definitely, John. If you need a language to survive, you will find a way to learn. And、uh, like I said, if you're living in an environment where you are forced to use the language, you will learn. And、uh, if it's just for pleasure, you you're not as efficient as effective. If you're just going to class. The only time that you get, ever get to practice the language is by being in a class. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's、um, really interesting how you're saying that. And to sum that up, you're kind of saying that the idea of using French just in class, but then you weren't really surrounding yourself with further environments. It was harder for you to gain as fast as you maybe gained with English. Exactly. Alrighty, Howard. Well, unfortunately, we are coming to the last question here on、okay. NG English. 
And that is, if you could go back and talk to a younger Howard, pre-Dr. Howard, <laughs> would there be any advice you'd give yourself on language or life? 访谈最后，我们一样要来问问 Howard， 如果可以回到过去跟 pre-Dr. Howard 这个当医生以前的 Howard 说说话，给些建议，他会想跟自己说些什么嘞？ Howard 说：“要 always try the best you can， 永远呢都要拿出自己的一百分去做事。虽然有时候结果不是你能决定的，但是嘞，不管成功失败，至少你都能够摸着良心告诉自己，你已经尽力了。”那我们赶快听听今天节目最后这段医生给各位的建议吧。Not just to Howard, but I guess、uh, everybody, anyone who asked me for advice, I would tell them to、uh, just always try the best you can. And、uh, sometimes it's not up to you. The result is not up to you, but whether it's a failure or not, at least you can tell yourself you've done your best, and it's something that you can live with. I love it.、Uh, it sounds like you have a PhD and an MD. <laughs> so yes, that was very philosophical and kind of summing it up wonderfully. Yeah, you've had some struggles with French, but you know what? You you tried your best and you、exactly. continued moving forward. And I love that. Well. Thank you so much today for sharing about your journey in medicine and life, and and sharing a little bit about what's going on on the front lines here in Taiwan. I really am grateful for you, for your time today. So thank you, Howard. Thank you, John. All right, we'll talk to you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. That is our NG Ingwen show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram or Facebook. You can search NG Ingwen, or you can search NG English I C R T. And make sure to tune in each week, Wednesday morning from 6:30 to 7, and Wednesday night from 9 to 9:30. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. 好，那我们今天七平方的节目 NG 英文就到这边告一段落啦。感谢大家的收听，别忘了到 IG 搜寻我们的粉丝专业 NG 底线 English 在底线 ICRT。那大家也要记得每周三早上六点半到七点，或是晚上九点到九点半，把广播调到 ICRT 频道。FM 一百准时收听我们节目哦。那也欢迎大家上网搜寻西平方的攻其不备课程，或者是呢到我们西平方的官网多读读一些有关 NG 英文的专栏文章，看看在 NG 英文里面的专栏有没有哪些是大家可以吸收学起来的一些小 p e o p l e 哦。我们下次见了，拜拜。